Common Sensors Podcast Consumers. Welcome to episode 32 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall. I am, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke, and I'm still recovering a little bit from last week's episode. Ooh, that was a thing, huh? Some some stuff and some some cursing and lots of uh lot lots of anger last week. Warranted. Which is it's always funny. I I worry, I'm like, what am I a little too out of hand? And then and of course, I always get the hate email. Like, you get, no matter what I do, and I'm gonna get them because I got a particular thing in this episode. I'm gonna because I've gotten it for that particular subject. But I'm always like, did I go a little? Nope, no. And then you know, the the wall fans and the the common censors uh, kind of come out and say, hey, no, yeah, that was a little nuts, but sometimes a little bit nuts is warranted. And uh, last week was one of those situations, obviously. All right, but I digress. Let's get into episode 32. We always kick things off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, before episodes, whenever you so please. And you can do that in multiple locations. One of those would be facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's right. That's our official Facebook page. That's going to keep you up to date on all of the things. Anytime new episodes come out and, and all kinds of good stuff. Uh, we've had a lot of growth on that page the past uh, couple weeks too, which is nice. I, I'm really happy to see that because that's kind of our main communication. Uh, with, with everyone that, that interacts with the with the podcast, um, it's it's just kind of the main one. Uh, we of course also have our YouTube page, YouTube channel rather. Uh, head over to YouTube, search "Go Tell Us the Wall" and subscribe to our channel. That's where you're going to find all of our live feeds, uh, which do go on Facebook. But there's stuff up there that you're not going to find anywhere else, such as our our mental health playlists, our parenting playlists, our beer reviews. Uh, I've actually got some new beer reviews in the hopper that we're going to put up there, um, and all kinds of other good stuff. So make sure you subscribe to YouTube. Uh, trying to trying to get some new content up there. It's just that's kind of the secondary thing. However, uh, make sure you're subscribed because you're going to be able to find all kinds of good stuff. And of course, my personal Instagram account, which is SoCalSean, as promised, really a few months ago, I've, I've started to populate some go tell to the wall stuff on there as well. Uh, so you're going to find that in addition to just my own personal stuff. Um, definitely putting some more activity and, and, and time into Instagram. So if you're not already following uh, on Instagram, make sure you do SoCalSean. Uh, on Instagram, and most importantly, all inclusive of those things I just mentioned, would be uh, SeanO'RourkeLive.com. SeanO'RourkeLive.com. That's going to be your one-stop shop for everything I just mentioned, uh, as well as our Patreon page. So please help us out if you can financially. Uh, we are working to bring in new, new, new equipment to the studio over the next couple months. Just, just sorting through all of that and making sure we're getting the right stuff. Uh, and of course, our merch website. You're going to be able to link to our merch website directly from there. Uh, and since the last episode, we've actually added a, a, a new piece of merch uh, for all of the wine drinking fans out there. There is a wine tumbler uh, that has now been added to the merch page, and that's that's it's uh, it's like a stemless. Uh, you know, you'd use it outdoors. It, 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 imagine like a, you know, I don't even know. It's a tumbler. If you know what it is, you know what it is. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Like, I know what it is, and I obviously uh, put it up on the website, but I, I don't really know how to describe it. It's an outdoor wine glass, but it's not glass. It's it's one of those, like, travel wine things. You shouldn't be traveling and driving with wine, but if you're, you know, if you like to hang out in the backyard, you know, around the pool or whatever, it's, it's a great thing for that. And I know we have quite a few wine drinkers that listen uh, listen to this this podcast. Uh, as I said, hopefully less ranting this week. Uh, we'll see how that goes. No guarantees. No guarantee. Uh, it, it is going to be a little milder, but there's no guarantees. Uh, and as I mentioned, we're getting ever so close 
previously mentioned, uh, and then just now mentioned when I when I was was talking about Patreon, uh, we're ever so close to getting back to the live streams. I love the live streams. That's why the as much as I don't. I love Facebook for certain things. I don't love Facebook, but that's it, a great interactive tool for people that listen to the podcast and, and for us to get information out there. Uh, but I really, really love the live feeds because that's direct interaction uh, with, with both people that listen to the podcast and people that help out on the podcast, you know, our, our on-air producers and stuff as well. So we're inching ever so close to that. We're waiting for a big announcement from Microsoft. Uh, the big announcement didn't come, but they had an announcement, and now I'm I'm literally in the process of navigating and figuring out uh, what we need as far as uh, capacity for for the new uh, new CPU here in the studio. And then once we have that, we will hopefully soon thereafter be back to live streams, which I really I I want them. I know people have uh, have sent messages to me and say, hey, what's you know, but even beyond that, I like the live streams. It's just it's 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 a lot more fun for me. It, it, it like. I get to yell at a wall, but I've also got some interaction. Now, without that, I'm just yelling at a wall, and all the interaction comes afterward, which is fine too. But uh, could use it during. I, I just I love the live stream, so we're getting back to them. Uh, hopefully, in the next month or so. All right, digital trends. Oh yeah, digital trends. We got a good one this week. Uh, hashtag Trump series finale. We got three more days of this reality show. Three and change. He's out as of noon on Wednesday, and that's noon Eastern time, which is great. Because it's going to be like, I'll be drinking my coffee and like, ah, no more. No more. Because it'll only be like 9 a.m. here. Um, I know. It's, uh, maybe I'll be done with my coffee. But nonetheless, I'll be celebrating uh, with, with some kind of beverage. Probably coffee because it'll be 9 a.m. <laughs> uh, and, and I'm really happy that we're hitting this finale. And it's, it's, it's just this reality show roller coaster that we've been on uh, for the past four years. And it's just, it's, it's absolutely astounding. You know, I've said this for four years. This podcast almost, this podcast launched not long before uh, he was elected. And four years of me saying it can't get any worse, it can't get, and then it does. And it's, I finally hit a point months ago where I said, ah, it's just going to get worse. And sure enough, it has. But three more days of this Trump series finale, uh, that rea he's, he's reality show star. We, we elected a reality television star to, to, uh, to the highest office in the land. Uh, I wouldn't even call him a reality television star. I never watched that show. Uh, I know it was popular at a time, but like I, there was nothing appealing about that show to me at all. I also don't really watch reality competition shows. Hell's Kitchen. I enjoy some Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> it's funny watching him yell at people. Um, and, and to an extent, I enjoy cooking, mostly because of my wife. My wife likes those cooking shows. But I said, I'm not watching a lot of reality TV in this house. Uh, sport, sporting things, and that's about it. <laughs> Another interesting thing in digital trends right now. So Facebook... They've been under a lot of fire. And interestingly, my punk rock dad's group has been suspended. Not mine. that I, I, did, I, don't, I don't even moderate on it. But that got suspended. And yesterday, a friend of mine you know, messaged me. He's like, what happened? I'm like, I don't know. I went and looked. And just like the stuff just disappears, comes back, whatever it is. Uh, but we did get some news that Facebook is uh, they're blocking events that are being posted this week in or around Washington, D.C. So any event, even if it's like, oh, it's my five-year-old's birthday party. This, nope, you cannot post that on Facebook. Uh, and they're doing it for safety reasons. I get it. I, I, I get it. You don't want to, and especially even in general, let's say you, you know, you're at Facebook and, and you actually even support certain things that are happening. You don't want that coming back to you just from a legal standpoint. So it makes sense. Uh, you're not going to see those, those events popping up on there, but uh, we'll, we'll see. We're looking forward to three days from now, but it's it's also, it also could be some madness. We're going to talk a little bit more about that uh, as we move through the episode here. Um, so not not likely if you're listening to this podcast, you weren't looking for those events anyway. But if you did go looking for them, they will not be there. 
All right, we're gonna get sporty for a second here, because uh, this 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 was spawned from uh, from Twitter yesterday. Uh, for those of you not familiar with uh, with the NFL, the National Football League here in the United States, uh, we're in the playoffs right now. You know, and most people know what playoffs. We're we're inching toward the the Super Bowl. Uh, yesterday there was a a uh, there were two games yesterday, but the the later game, um, the quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens actually got hurt. Uh, and, and was in uh, what they call concussion protocols. It means he had possibly had a concussion. They don't let him continue to play for obvious reasons. He, <laughs> like, playing a game is not worth brain damage. And, and the NFL, when I was a kid, it was very different. <laughs> like, you should, and, I mean, even, even when it came to youth football, it was very different. There's so much better about it now. Uh, and then, of course, the Ravens end up losing the game uh, fairly badly to the Buffalo Bills. But what happened was some Buffalo Bills fans uh, actually got on Twitter and they really felt bad uh, for Lamar Jackson, who is the quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens, who wasn't able to finish the game, and his team ends up losing. Uh, and so what they did was a couple people started this this trend, and it started trending on Twitter, where they donated to his uh, to Lamar Jackson's favorite charity in Louisville. He went to college uh, in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, so a bunch of people jumped on top of this, and these are Bills fans mostly uh, that were donating his charity. And and last I checked, the charity was actually up to uh, seventy five thousand dollars raised raised so far uh, through these Bills fans. Seventy five thousand dollars and and just sharing this stuff on Twitter. Uh, and these are the things I really appreciate about sports and sports fans. You know, um, there's all the trash talk and, and everything else, but at the end of the day, everyone on that field is is just a human being. Um, you know, it, it's tough for them. It's tough for fans, and this was just this is a huge good on you uh, to Buffalo. Got to give it to to the Bills Mafia for those of you familiar uh, for what they did and and turn such a negative thing. And it's still, I mean, he's still not going to feel good about losing the game and getting knocked out of the game. Uh, but at least something positive has come from this for Lamar Jackson. Uh, so good on you, Buffalo fans, and uh, and and hopefully that's going to help his help his charity quite a bit. You know, it, just it's good giving. We we can use more of this. In the world, God, especially in this country, but just in the world in general. Uh, and here's a great example of that. Betty White. Betty White's trending on Twitter. I know if you woke up this morning and you opened Twitter and you're like, oh, God. Betty White's trending. Uh, no, she's still with us. Fortunately, she's trending because today's her birthday. 99 years old. Good Lord. 99 years old, uh, Betty White. I think I'm at a point where uh, I'm, I don't know that I'm going to outlive Betty White, uh, so we'll see how that goes. But happy birthday, Betty White, and she's trending because, it, uh, because it's her birthday, not because, unfortunately not because she has passed away. Because uh, that's, that's the first thing you think when you see uh, somebody trending, uh, especially in an in, in older famous person. Because sometimes, I mean, sometimes you, you get up and, like, Trump's trending, and it's like, well, hopefully he's dead. No. <laughs> but no, it's because he's in the news. But whenever there's somebody who's not in the news regularly and you see they're trending on a social platform like Twitter, it's like... Why are they trending? Why are they trending? Um, I'm kind of numb to it because Kevin Smith is trending a lot on Twitter, and I'm always like, you know, and I had my scare with him a couple years ago with that heart attack, and I, I yeah, not ready to lose, uh, not ready to lose Kevin Smith. I can tell you that, but it does. But then there's other ones like Betty White where you go, oh, 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 what's going on? Uh, fortunately, like I said, it's her 99th birthday, so happy birthday to uh, to Betty White. Uh, hashtag Don't trust people who. This is a fun little hashtag going around the socials. Um, I was a little bit, I don't want to no, not offended. Offended is not the right word. Uh, I was a little, I felt a little bit seen, I guess you could say, um, uh, because people were sharing, you know, don't trust, hashtag don't trust people who, and there's a lot of funny stuff, but I noticed there was a prevailing trend of people saying, hashtag don't trust people who, uh, lose weight during lockdown. 
I was like, oh, I mean, I never, I've never presented myself as a trustworthy person. I take that back. I mean, my, I'm sure some of my friends trust me, but I was like, oh, I feel very seen right now. Uh, you can trust me. <laughs> the only reason I've lost weight during lockdown uh, is because I can't go to bars and I can't eat terrible diner and fast food food. And I got an air fryer. It, it's great. Uh, and, you know, just do. I haven't been able to go out next. I mean, a lot of my exercise comes from from shows. I go to concerts and I, I, I burn some calories in the pit, man. Uh, haven't been able to do that. I haven't been able to go out and walk. Uh, to, you know, I used to used to walk like two miles a day. And haven't been able to do that. So it's it's the cutting back. And then also just find activities <laughs> that you can do at home. I, I've had, I had a weight set for like a year or two that my wife got me. For, hadn't been using it. And finally, you know, a couple months into lockdown, I said, oh, should use some of these. And it's helped incredibly from a mental health standpoint, but also just a getting in decent shape standpoint. I'm not trying to get I'm not trying to get yoked. Is that what the kids say? Get get yoked. I don't think that I think that's what the kids said when I was a kid. Uh, but yeah, I'm not trying to, you know, get get all beefy. Just trying to trying to burn some fat and that's a way to go. Although I will tell you, I I've been kind of stagnant on my weights for, for a little while and uh, and had to order some new ones. And whew, just just adding a little bit of weight to exercises that you're used to doing, like I, I was having trouble moving my arms the next day. That was this this past week that I did that and oh boy. Oh boy. Alright, some positive news. We need some positive news in these times. I mean, we always need positive news, but good lord, right now do we need it. And we got some good ones. Willie O'Ree. I was incredibly happy to see this, because I'm a big Willie O'Ree fan. Uh, for those of you not familiar, Willie O'Ree is actually the first African-American uh, to play in the NHL. He played for the Boston Bruins. So I, I like this story not only because he was the first African-American to play in the NHL, uh, but also because he played for the Boston Bruins, who happened to be my favorite hockey team, have been since I was a kid. I, I love the Bruins. It's really my number one sports team overall. I love the Sox and the Patriots, but it's Bruins are number one. Always were in my house growing up. Uh, and the Bruins announced they're going to retire his number this season uh, and extra happy about this because I've talked about Willie O'Ree a couple times over the past few years uh, and this just reminded me uh, to, to bring it up again I, it's fantastic the positive news here is that the Bruins are going to retire his number uh, but I brought up a couple times over the past few years that Willie O'Ree's number should be retired across the sport of hockey uh, for those of you not familiar with with number retirement and everything teams retire numbers and then those numbers don't it's it's kind of an honor uh, for a team you see these jokes all the time that, that teams are going to run out of numbers. In fact, the New York Yankees, uh, literally, they can't have, they, there's no single-digit numbers on their team because they've all been retired, all of them. They've all been retired. Uh, but in, in addition to that, Jackie Robinson, who was the first African-American to play in Major League Baseball, his number is retired across the league, just league-wide. No team can have a number 42, and the number hangs in every single uh, Major League Baseball stadium, all, all 30 of them. Uh, and, and I've said this for years, that this is something we need to do with Willie O'Ree. Um, and I'm hoping that the NHL will wise up to this and, and get it retired all across the board. Uh, but in the meantime, at least we have the Bruins giving him his proper recognition. And I'll tell you, if you're a hockey fan at all, Willie O'Ree fan at all, but just a, just a hockey fan in general, go look up the video of, of Willie O'Ree learning that his number was going to be retired. Uh, that's true gratitude and emotion. That, that those are the things that I actually love about sports. And, and that's a, Willie O'Ree is a great example of that. We've actually got two pieces of positive news this week. Uh, this one's going to get me the hate mail. Because <laughs> it has in the past. And I would like to say, 
no, no well, well, let me explain that a little better. But the positive news here is the NRA, the National Rifle Association, has filed for bankruptcy. Um, good. Fuck the NRA. Simple as that. Fuck the NRA. And I always get I get hate mail on this, literally from relatives who I, I, I just want to be clear here. Um, the NRA is not affiliated with the government in any way. It has nothing to do with the military. It has nothing to do with the police force. Nothing. And that's what I always hear from people. Well, I'm a police officer and the NRA protects me. How, how's it really? The NRA protects you? What, what, do, what do they do? They have people out there helping you do police work? No. No. And don't give me this bullshit about they protect my right to bear arms. Get out of here. It's a horrible organization. It's been named a terrorist organization in many places. Uh, and now they have filed for bankruptcy, which, in my opinion, and really common sense says, this is positive news. However, they're not going away if they've just filed for bankruptcy. They will be leaving New York because apparently they were based in New York. Why the hell they were based in New York? I don't understand. Uh, and guess, of course, they are going to be moving their offices down to Texas. Shocking, I know. Shocking, I know. Uh, most importantly, fuck the NRA. Uh, COVID updates. More vaccines are rolling out. Uh, we're, we're not doing great here in Los Angeles. Um, and they're, they're having some trouble in California overall getting these vaccines out. But even here in Los Angeles, there's a lot of people who have been trying to get, get vaccinated and, and have not been able to. But more and more is rolling out. It's, it's a slow, slow roller. Uh, and I mentioned last week, I, I know a couple people that have gotten both doses of the vaccine uh, so far, uh, completely vaccinated. Uh, and I know some people have gotten the first one. And uh, myself, I have not gotten any. And it's probably going to be a while for me. I'm kind of waiting for my father to get his because my father's 75, uh, has an underlying heart condition. Uh, so he, he's really high on the list and just has, has yet to get it. So I'm kind of waiting for that. And he's not in Los Angeles. It's going to be a little easier for him uh, down there in San Diego. Uh, and I did see this week that they've moved moved it down to 65. So if, uh, if you're 65 or older, or, you know, you have relatives that are 65 or older here in California, not in Los Angeles because they haven't gotten that far yet, uh, but in other parts of California, they will be able to get the vaccine uh, hopefully soon, hopefully soon. Um, I haven't even tried to get my name in there. I'm just, I'm kind of waiting, you know, I'm like, all right, let's, let's get through everyone that needs it. I'm, I'm at home anyway, just, just roll through it. And then once it gets to be my turn, uh, I will be getting that vaccine. Uh, Dodger Stadium, has actually turned into a, it was a, it was a testing site all through the summer. Uh, it did turn into a, a voting site uh, in November for, for a little bit there. Uh, went back to a testing site, and now they are turning it into a vaccination site, a mass vaccination site. So people uh, that are eligible to get vaccinated will be able to go to Dodger Stadium, and I assume just drive through, and nurse comes and, you know, healthcare worker comes and sticks you with a needle, and, uh, and you're on your way and vaccinated. At least the first, you know, you got to do, you got two of them. Make sure you got two of them, and they got to be spaced apart. And I think like three weeks, so you're gonna end up going back. Um, but this is this is. Uh, I'm really happy to see, you know, organizations like the Dodgers who are, who are utilizing uh, what they have to to help out in, in this time of need. And this is just it's a great thing to see uh, that it's going to be a vaccination site. Now, the new variant is here. Uh, for all of all of our UK wall fans, uh, this is that variant that you guys were dealing with. Uh, I mean, still dealing with, but popped up, uh, you know, like a month ago or so, and. Uh, we knew it was here in the U.S., and we've got one now, at least one now confirmed in L.A. County, Los Angeles, uh, where I live. Um, we're also getting word that this variant is, is just going to be the norm, and it's going to be nationwide. Uh, the good thing is, for those of you not familiar with the variant, it's it's not a, a more severe uh, strain of COVID. Uh, it is the same strain. It's just more contagious. So you're, you're not necessarily... And, and the vaccine will work for this 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 variant of the strain uh, and everything else. It's just that's that's why the numbers have just been 
astronomical here in Los Angeles um, is because of this new strain and many other things. Um, and, and that's why the hospitals have just been completely, completely overwhelmed. Though I will say I saw today recently, uh, we, have, we don't have confirmation on this, but they're thinking that the, the numbers here in Southern California, specifically in Los Angeles, uh, have started to take a turn. It could just be, <laughs> it's funny, this was an official word, it could just be a blip. Like, <laughs> excellent journalistic work there, guys. Could just be a blip or it could be a turning point. A blip, that's a technical term. Uh, nonetheless, we might be seeing a little bit of a turn on the numbers here. Uh, and of course, that's going to be helped a lot by by people getting vaccinated. And uh, But the bottom line is we, we still have a ways to go. We're, we're seeing that light. Uh, but for many of us, we're still in, all of us are still in the tunnel. Some of us are a little further along the tunnel than others. Uh, but we're all still here, and it, we still need to be vigilant, 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 vigilant. I mean, cool masks, man. Like I got so many cool masks. I'm ready. I'm like I, I'll wear masks for the rest of my life. All good. It'll be awesome. Like, <laughs> I won't have to trim my beard. I'm just like masked all the time. Uh, mental health. Mental health. I want to get a little bit serious here for a minute. Um. God, this one, this one, this one hit me uh, bad yesterday, and it's the the COVID separation anxiety, uh, and this is for me. I'm an I'm an uh, extroverted introvert. Like I I don't crave my my wife is very different. She craves the social interaction much more than I do, uh, so it's not so much a social interaction thing. Uh, what I'm referring to is is when friends or family uh, are are in a time of need. The helplessness is is absolutely real. Um, I don't want to get into details, but my, my father had an episode yesterday. Um, he's in San Diego, and, and when these things happen, I feel absolutely like my hands are tied because there's nothing I could do. I can't go be near him. I can't I can't help him in any way. Uh, and like my mother can only help him so much because uh, even when you go take a trip to the doctor, a lot of times it's one person in there. You cannot go into a hospital. Um, and this was this was hitting me hard yesterday. Uh, the helpless, the helplessness, is, is the feeling helpless is is absolutely real um, when it comes to that. And uh, and I went in, I went into a full panic attack. Uh, and of course, I started to place blame. And it's easy to place blame. Um, and and sometimes it's warranted to an extent. That's that's warranted. Uh, I think had 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 we as a society been more responsible months ago, we would be in a much better place now. Uh, but of course, you know, hindsight. I don't want to say hindsight is twenty twenty, but hindsight is twenty twenty, um, and and this is where we are. This is where we are now, and all we can do is is try to get through it, and know that we will come out on the other side. But I mean, it's tough. It's tough, you know. Relatives being sick, babies. I mean, we're you know, I, we're talking people have had babies over the past few months. Grandparents haven't been able to hold these 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 babies. I have pictures of, of my parents in the hospital with my daughter holding her. We have months worth of kids that were born, and their grandparents can't even hold them yet. Some of them are you know five, six, seven, eight months old by the time even older. By the time grandparents are going to get to hold them, aunts and uncles and relatives. That's tough. That's tough. That's where it's been hitting me. Yesterday, oh man, it was uh, it was rough. But all we can do is just persevere. And as cliche as it is to say, we just have to look at that positive side. We have to know that we are turning a corner. We have to know that we are going to have better leadership in this country as of Wednesday. 
and it's going to be fantastic. You know, we're getting there. It's just, it's a rough road until, until we hit that light at the end of the tunnel. And know that there's resources out there for you. And I always say this to people, if, if you're having trouble, reach out to me. Go to, go to SeanWorkLive.com. You can send me a message straight through there. You can send me a message on Facebook, any of those. Instagram, I think you can message on Instagram. I'm, I'm so bad with the Instagram mess. I don't, Facebook's a little easier for me. I think I'm just getting old. Like, I try to do those Instagram stories, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I look like an 80-year-old man trying to trying to navigate a social media site. Nothing, no, no offense to people out there that, they're older. It doesn't mean you can't can't do it. I just feel like I feel like my father like, uh, what what I might okay. And no offense, Dad. It's just you you don't have the best of luck with the social platforms. <sighs> but hit me up if if you just if you just need a need a need an ear to to yell into. I'm I'm here for you, absolutely. All right, parenting. Oh, four year olds. Let me tell you, four year olds. It's a thing. And you always hear that term terrible twos, and I, I said, I was like, no, 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 three nagers. It's kind, it's kind of like the Trump administration where you're like, well, it can't possibly get, oh, no, it can get worse. Oh, this is where we are now. Uh, my, my kid just wants to argue, literally, it's everything. Everything is an argument right now. And I, I swear, it's even if it's something she wants. Like, oh, do you want to watch? No. But, but usually, No. Oh, okay. All right. That's how it is. Uh, and, and I'm thinking about starting the reverse psychology. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be like, I'm not going to give you this broccoli. And she'll want the broccoli. I don't know. We'll see if it works. I'll get back to all of you. But good Lord, four-year-olds in arguing. It's just, it's constant. And not just the arguing, but the constant shushing. My daughter shushes me all day. All day. She's like, shh. And it's multiple things. It's, and she's doing it to my wife. Like My wife is, is very much a singer. I mean, I, I, I sing. I'm more like Weird Al. I don't, I'm not a skilled singer. My wife is a skilled singer, so, but you know she, she sings along. We listen to music in the house. There's constantly music in the house. My, my wife sings along. My daughter been, Shh, no, don't sing. Don't sing. Yelling at her. <laughs> but then my daughter can sing. Oh, no, you can sing. Uh, and she'll, she'll ask my wife to sing like a song to her. She's just not allowed to sing along with stuff. It's like, okay, whatever you say. Uh, and then she also, she... This is the crazy thing, and I, I'm sure this is fairly common. Her imagination is just going rampant, and she'll be playing, and I'll hear her say something, and it'd be e e even something si silly, like, oh, blah, blah, or like, no, 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 and I'm like, wait, what's wrong? She's like, shh, I'm not talking to you, shh, and I'm like, okay, and she's talking to her dolls. It's, it's madness. I don't know if I mentioned this, but Santa, uh, courtesy of a, a giant pack of Disney Barbie dolls, like an 11 doll pack Santa brought her. Uh, there's, just, there's Barbie dolls every inch of this house now. Uh, she got she got a total of like 13 or 14 Barbies, those plus a couple of others uh, for Christmas. And I, th I think there's even more on the way. Um, and, and then she already had a few and it's just, there's Barbies everywhere. There's probably a Barbie in the studio somewhere. Like I guarantee there's one in here somewhere. Even I cleaned it up a bit before I came in here to record, but I guarantee there's a Barbie in here somewhere. Just a matter of finding it. Um, like, in, in, on my bed, too. Like, <laughs> walk into the bedroom, three Barbies just went, what is happening here? <laughs> like, and it's fine. I'm just like, good Lord. And they're all sparkly, like glittery. Th oh, Jesus. <laughs> I've said this before. Toy makers, stop putting glitter on all the toys. 
It's it's just a big pain in the ass. Glitter. Glitter is for strippers. <laughs> That's about it. I don't even think strippers need it. It's just it's the only place I've seen it regularly where it makes sense. For when kids, it's just it's just a mess. That's all it is. Um, and I also <laughs> I I do want to speak, and I've spoken to stuff like this uh, previously, and and from a mental health standpoint. Uh, like I said, I was having a rough day yesterday, and and I just I excused myself and went outside. I really needed a punching bag yesterday. would have Would have been helpful, but I went outside. Um, as I was having a literal panic attack, you know, and I'm, I'm not going to talk again about the difference between panic attack and, and, you know, a little bit of anxiety, but I, I was in it. I was in it. It was bad. Um, centered myself a little bit, came inside, and I, I went to sit in my bedroom, and my daughter comes walking in, and, and she knew I was upset, you know, and we talked about this, too, from a mental health standpoint. Uh, you don't want to hide everything from your kids, but you also don't want them to know a lot of times how much you're hurting, but she did know that I, something, something was up. She came in, she gave me a huge hug, and she said, don't worry, Daddy. Don't worry, Daddy. It'll be okay. It'll all be okay. It's amazing, the compassion of children. As much as she's telling me to shush all the time and constant arguing, um, the innocence and compassion of children is, is, is just, it's a magical thing. It really is, for lack of a better word. Um, we need to learn how to... Uh, how to nurture that more in children so they don't grow up to be assholes like myself. I know. I Luckily, my wife is not an asshole, so my kid will not grow up to be uh, as much of a much of a pain in the ass or cynical asshole as myself. All right, moving along. We got some, uh, we got some common sense this week. Not really a lot of entertainment, but some common sense. Uh, I do want to talk about a couple things, funny things. Uh, just an FYI, as, as y'all know, I, I, I collect vans. I love vans. It, it's just it's something I collect. I like I have pairs that I don't even really wear. They just go into my collection. That's that's like the thing I collect. And there's little things around here, but but vans. Um, but I, I will say one important piece of advice: uh, always check the sizing. You should check the sizing at a store, and I'll tell you why on that. Uh, but also when you're ordering shoes, uh, check the sizing. I finally got my hands on a. Uh, the, the van slippers, I've been trying to get them in my size for two years. And I found them on a random, I, I think it was Nordstrom, actually. Nordstrom, Nordstrom sends me vans ads. I'm like, well, okay. I don't really shop at Nordstrom, but okay. Um, and they weren't overpriced. They were the normal price that I would have paid through vans. So, oh, sweet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to order these. So I go on and I look. Uh, and, and I'm used to vans where it has lists both the men's and women's sizes. It didn't do that. So I just assumed they were men's slippers. They arrive, and I look at the box, and it says size 10. I wear size 12. Well, wait, what? Men's size 10. What? No. No. Uh, well, men's size 10 is also a women's size 12, which is the size that I wear. It's like an 11 and a half, but they list it as 12 because it's usually a size and a half to two sizes uh, difference there between men's and women's. <laughs> I'm going, sweet. I ordered a pair of uh, size 10 slippers here that I can't even wear. Uh, now, fortunately, I went back, and it's funny because I was like, no, no, they screwed up. And I go and I look at my, my confirmation email, and in little, little letters, like next, like underneath the title for the slippers, it says, in parentheses, women's. And I go, all right, can't call and yell at you now. And all right, well, not a big deal. I got to return them. And fortunately, I, uh, I, was, I went directly back on, and I was like, I had to get a different color than the ones I had ordered and came uh, and, and made sure I, I did reorder them. Uh, and they, they arrived a few days later, but I was just like, come on. And now i got to return these darn things, which 
it's not usually a huge deal, but I <laughs> I can't like go to this. I like going to return things. Just boom. Even Amazon things. I go to Kohl's and uh, and re and return them most of the time. If I was returning an Amazon thing, check the damn sizing. So of course I like quadruple check the sizing on the new ones. I was like, right, right. Check it. Right. Okay. And check it. All right. Order. And they did come the correct size. Uh, and this actually happened to me on a trip to Texas years ago. Uh, as I, as I said, I, I buy a lot of vans. Um, and I used to be in the habit of, they'd always be like, do you want me to lace them? You want to try them on? I'm like, no, just give me a size 12s. I, I know what I'm doing here unless there was like a new style and I might, might try them on. Uh, but you know, authentics and, and eras and, and slip on I'm like, no, just give me a size 12s and get out the door, ring them up. Let's go. Uh, and I bought a pair of, uh, all black. Um, these are Madero's for those of you familiar. It's an old style that they had. Uh, I don't think they make them anymore, but, uh, they're a little dressier looking. I got all black, uh, because I don't like to wear dress shoes. I, I tend to wear vans and I have a pair of vans dress shoes, literally, and uh, and so I threw them in my bag to go to uh, go to Texas. I was in, unfortunately there for a funeral. That's, you know, I, I, that's not the point I'm making here. But um, so I go the day of the funeral. You know, I'm dressed up and I got a suit on, and I'm I'm like, okay, let me get my shoes. And I go to put on one of the shoes. I was, Why does this shoe feel so small? Well, sure enough, I go and the other shoe fits fine. Sure enough, I go realize uh, these size 12 shoes. They had given me a uh, a a size 12 men's. And a size 12 women's. So I had a size 10 or 10 and a half shoe. And I tell you, and I'm in Texas. And I'd bought the shoes like a month before. I just hadn't worn them yet. So I'm going, you got to be kidding me here. you got to be kidding me. I ended up having to wear a different pair of shoes. Didn't didn't look nearly as nice. Uh, but ever since then, I'm I'm always checking in the store. I'm like, don't lace them. I don't need to try them on. Let, let, me, let me double check them sizes. So word of advice. Always check the sizing, whether you're ordering online or uh, or out at a brick-and-mortar store. And speaking of uh, spending money on things you don't need, like my 100-plus pairs of Vans, I mean, I need them all. I need them all. Uh, for some reason, I'm getting targeted heavily by ads for, for fancy sweatpants. Fancy to the tune of $100. I was curious the other day. I was like, all right, how much of these sweatpants you're telling me are the greatest sweatpants I'll ever own? Hundred dollars sweatpants. I don't understand who's paying a hundred dollars for sweatpants. I know, I know, Lululemon's like things. So, you know, maybe if you get Lululemon, but this wasn't even like a Lululemon. It's like, oh, look at these sweatpants from some random company. Like, really? Oh, okay, yeah, hundred dollars. Um, and I know there's a balance on things. I've said this before between, you know, the amount something costs and the quality of something. Uh, you know, you don't want to buy something so cheap that it's not going to last you. You know, that, that's the, the boots thing, like $10 boots versus $50 boots or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes it is worth spending a little more money. Uh, but then there's also jeans. Like, you don't need to spend $200 on jeans. Levi's jeans, that's the, that's the highest quality jean you're going to get. It's just, it's not some fancy brand. Whatever. I don't even, is true religion still a thing? Like, what, what do people wear these days? I don't even, Gucci, does Gucci make jeans? Because everybody's got to have this Gucci stuff. I don't understand. There's a difference. You don't need Gucci slides. You, you don't want $10 slides from Walmart. No offense to that, you know, they're not going to be as high quality as like $25 van slides, but you don't need $300 Gucci slides. And that goes under sweatpants. Uh, I'm currently wearing a pair of $40 rancid sweatpants. Incredibly comfortable, incredibly high quality. Uh, and recently from Kohl's, uh, I got a couple pair of like, they were like $30, $35 sweatpants. Here's the thing though, you get them on sale, I think, my, and my wife does a lot of my uh, she doesn't do my, my like t-shirt ordering, but when it comes to like sweatpants and, and jeans and that, she's like, oh yeah, no, I've already, and she ordered me a couple, they were like $12 each. 
incredibly warm, incredibly comfortable. $100. I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. Common sense says you shouldn't be spending $100 on sweatpants. And if anybody out there is spending $100 on sweatpants, uh, please hit me up on the Facebook page. Uh, I'm curious why that is. Um, and, and don't come at me with the Lululemons. Like, you're paying for a brand name. Trust me. Okay. I, I, I've said it before. I own a pair of Lululemons. They're in my drawer. I don't wear them that much. But I also didn't pay for them. They were given to me as a gift. Uh, but it is, it is kind of cool that you're like, yeah, I got some Lululemons. I'm not really a status symbol guy at all, obviously. I wear Vans and Levi's and band shirts. <laughs> Nothing I wear uh, is high quality, um, really. Like my suits, maybe. Outside of that, I don't. I don't. Uh, and even my suits, you know. I, I wear some Calvin Klein and Kenneth Cole suits. They're they're fine. It's not it's not Gucci, or uh, I don't know what are, what are the what are the popular brands these days? Like I know Gucci is. I, I, and Gucci's been around forever, but like what other what else is popular? It's not you know it's not that. I get by just fine. You know, quality. There is a line on quality, and you've got to find that. All right, a couple more things here in uh, in in common sense. The CEO of Parler uh, is, I guess, currently in hiding. He had to leave his home. He took his family out of his home, and he's currently in hiding. Um, I don't I don't want to laugh at this. I I think he's probably a horrible human being, and and probably uh, after some investigation. I'm sure that we'll we'll find out that he was letting things go through Parler that may have even added to the Capitol riots. However, we don't live in a society where you should be policing stuff yourself. There's no reason uh, that this this gentleman should be getting death threats. There's no reason. I don't agree with him. I think Parler's terrible. What he did was terrible. However, that doesn't mean he should be getting death threats. It doesn't mean he should have to go into hiding, uh, and especially not his kids. His family. I don't know. I, he, it's, it's his family. I, I, he, maybe it's only one kid, but whether one, two, three, however many, it's not fair to the kid, kid or kids. It's just not. So be upset. But the threats, the threats. We've had enough threats from the highest office in the land the past four years. Let's do better. We can all do better. And common sense says we should do better. Common Sense also tells us that the Twitter misinformation uh, has been down 70%, 70% currently from what it was. Uh, and that's actually been tracking ever since they suspended the account of the Orange Menace, a.k.a. Trump. 70% down, the misinformation on Twitter. 70%. Think about that for a minute. 70. 70%. All really from one account being suspended. Imagine if we'd done this three, four years ago. How, how much, how much of a better place we'd be in this country? Like I saw, I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" Seventy, seventy percent from one dude. But that's how it is. Now it's not to say that he is like. What happens is he starts, and I'm sure they're tracking. He starts something, spreads, he starts spreads. You know, so it's other people helping along with seventy percent drop in misinformation on Twitter. Fantastic. Uh, the National Guard. Currently out at many state capitals across this country, including California. Uh, I know they've done it here. And, and something like, what is it, 20,000 troops or something, National Guard troops in Washington, D.C.? It's crazy if you've seen the pictures and the footage there, there at the capitol. They're, they're sleeping in, like, on the floor in rooms because they're, they're preparing for the inauguration on Wednesday. Absolutely ridiculous that these resources are being used. All because a bunch of idiots had to go and storm the capitol. And because we ha now have these reports and everything. And a guy was arrested with a, with a fake credential and a gun and like 500 rounds of ammunition. Like, Jesus Christ. 
But it's just, it, bottom line is it's a huge, tr it's a tremendous waste of money and resources. Tremendous. The money that's that's being used to, to send, and as far as the National Guard troops getting paid, yes, that's one thing. But I don't even know how that pay scale works. Like, do you, are you then paid when you're, I, I don't know. Regardless, it is an incredible uh, waste of taxpayer resources. Money that could be going uh, to, to help people that are struggling right now with the economy and with everything that's going on. Um, and I think based on that, the terrorists should be paying these bills. Let's keep identifying these assholes at the Capitol riots and anyone that goes and causes trouble over the next few days, next week, whatever it is, send them a bill. That's what we should do. And maybe send a partial bill to Holly and Cruz and a bunch of these idiots that incited all this and are now costing us extra money while they sit there and have, they have the best health care and the best protection and still getting paid, still making money while most people in this country struggle. Send them the fucking bill. That's who should be paying for it. Not the taxpayers who have, who have nothing to do with this. The terrorists, the white supremacists, the Nazis, that's who should be paying these bills. All right, entertainment news. I got a couple things here. Oh, very important announcement here. Not even an announcement. Just, a, just, a, just, a, just an important thing that I could not forget for this particular episode. Uh, happy birthday to the incomparable T.J. McFall of Barstool Preachers. He is Screamy Preacher, the lead singer of the Barstool Preachers, one of my absolute favorite bands, as you know, if you unless you've been living under a rock and and not listening to his podcast. Uh, it is his birthday, actually tomorrow, not today. Uh, so make sure in this age of lockdown birthdays, and he's in the UK, they're like really locked down. In the age of lockdown birthdays, it, it's nice to uh, to hear from other people. Uh, so wish TJ, if, if you know TJ, wish him a happy birthday. Uh, and I know, uh, thank you, Paul of, of Zombie Teeth, um, who might have been working on a little something. So we'll see. Uh, and most importantly, I cannot wait to see Barstool Preachers again. I just, I'm, I need a show. That is the number one thing I need. Uh, and I remember my, my daughter's been bringing it up every, uh, a few times because New Year's Day, my, my, my wife was like, well, what do we wish for for the new year? And my daughter was like, oh, my daughter wished for presents and a couple other things with presents. So she's waiting for presents. She's like, I wish for presents. It's like, <laughs> I wished for a million dollars. It's not here. Uh, but I wished for shows. I, just, I was like, shows, 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 shows. Uh, so happy birthday, TJ. Hope you're enjoying it as much as you can, and uh, it's a big birthday. Uh, the, these these young bucks these days, I can say that, <laughs> but it's a big birthday for him. Uh, it's a happy birthday, and uh, and can't wait to see you and the rest of the boys, um, hopefully stateside, sooner than later as as we as we get through this and things start to get better. All right, a couple more things, then we're gonna we're gonna call it an episode. Didn't have a lot of entertainment news stuff. Uh, I think I've mentioned this before, but I want to mention it again. Um, and especially as I'm just talking about lockdown birthdays and all these other, and ways to social interact. And my, my, uh, my daughter had a, like a digital birthday celebration, uh, this morning with, with one of her friends, um, who, whose birthday was today. Um, and it's just the age we live in. Uh, and, and, but I want to bring up Jackbox games. This is, these are funny little games, uh, that you can play like via zoom or, or other chat things. Uh, and, and everyone in there gets to play, um, and, and, you know, you can talk through it and laugh and everything, and it's, it's, it's such a simple thing. Um, I believe if you want to go, like, get a couple add-on games, some of the fun games, you might end up spending a couple bucks, but it's like 20 bucks. Uh, my wife bought some games months ago. We're playing it early 
early on in quarantine uh, and recently got back to it. We played some like Christmas, like, you know, because we're talking with relatives and stuff uh, and everything else. But uh, but if you're looking for, for a way to stay connected and something to do, you know, other than just sitting and, and talking. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, too. But if, you know, you want something interactive, uh, the uh, Jackbox games would be a way to go. So check that out. Uh, we, we were doing it last night. We had a game night last night. Uh, I was not. Uh, after the day I had, I was I was not really in the mode to uh, to participate fully, but uh, but I participated a little. My wife was was running some game night action uh, for us and some of our friends. Oh, shameless! I I've mentioned I mentioned shameless a few times over the years, uh, but I feel like this show it just gets better. You know, a lot of television shows they, you know, they tend to dip as the years go on or or whatever it is, uh, with the exception of Mr. Robot, which knew its story arc and when it had to end. Um, and Shameless is not one of these. It's it's just it's hard to say better, but it just continues to 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 not only get you thinking, but it gets you laughing. Uh, you know, y- you get your compassion drummed up a little bit, despite the fact that a lot of these the characters in the show are shameless. Um, but I, I, if you have not watched this, I cannot recommend it enough. Uh, this is the final season. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, went through all of the emotions with the last episode, uh, th- and they're not afraid to tackle certain things. Uh, and and it's just it's a great show to watch. So check it out. A- after this final season, I think I will go back and watch the Australian one. I've never watched the Australian uh, version of Shameless. I, I I've only watched the U.S. version. But I've, I'm I'm in the, like I didn't want to intermix them, and so I'm kind of once once I'm done with the U.S. Shameless, even though I know it's not the original, I'll probably move over to the Australian one. But check it out, especially now. I mean, we're st- we've been stuck at home for so long. If if you haven't watched it, you're probably looking for stuff to watch. Uh, it's available on Netflix. You're not going to get the newest season yet on Netflix because it's currently airing, but then, but Netflix will get all of the episodes. Uh, and if you haven't watched it all, start watching on Netflix. That's the way to go. Uh, one more thing I want to mention before we go. The NBA, National, National Basketball Association, uh, problems. They I don't even know how many games at this point, but I feel like every day I wake up and they're like, this game's postponed, this game's canceled, this game's postponed. NBA not doing well as far as uh, keeping the COVID out of, out of the league there and out of the games. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to follow this. I have a feeling we're going to be nixing uh, the, the NBA season here soon. Um, but that being said, maybe we're going to get a little crossover with the vaccine and things will start to get better. Uh, football has, has managed to get through the playoffs. Uh, the uh, college football uh, had problems early in the season, but they, they, got, they got through the end. They, they did. I mean, it was strange, but they got, they got through the end, so we'll see. But it feels like it doesn't feel like this NBA season is going to work. Uh, and they didn't go into a bubble like they did uh, for for the end of the previous season, which we talked about on this. So they're they're traveling around. It's, it's contact tracing's a thing, and uh, and we'll see if the NBA is able to uh, to get through this. I, I don't know. I could see the season being at the very least paused. Maybe not canceled, but but at the very least paused. So so we'll see how that goes. All right, Wall fans. On that note, that's gonna do it for us. Um, I'm exhausted. I don't know what it is. I'm just. I, like I actually, I laid in bed this morning and like look, and you know my wife's got my daughter. I laid in bed until like 10 a.m. and I wasn't even really asleep. I was just, just exhausted. I think yesterday took a lot out of me, and uh, and I've mentioned before from a mental health standpoint that my my body tends to shut down. So I'm I'm a little exhausted. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go rest, catch uh, catch the end of the first football game and and go rest a little bit and get this stuff posted and everything else. Um, like I said. Did I say that? No, I didn't. We will be back next week. Uh, same wall place, same wall time. Unless uh, <laughs> unless we go into civil war on Wednesday. I laugh, but I don't mean to laugh. But I, that's all we can do is laugh, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but as of Wednesday, hope we will no longer have the Orange Menace. So that's a good thing. Uh, so we'll be back next week. Same wall place, 
same wall time. Uh, in the meantime, make sure you follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Uh, also, YouTube, head over there, search Go Tell It to the Wall, subscribe to our channel. Uh, my own personal Instagram, which is at SoCalSean, and of course, SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Help us out on Patreon if you can. Uh, new equipment coming to the studio, as I've mentioned. Uh, and of course, this has been uh, episode 32 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall. I am, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And remember, Wall fans, Common Sensors, podcast consumers, no matter what you do, no matter where you go, no matter who you're with, and no matter why you are doing it, always, always use Common Sense.